0: Hey, what up people? Thank you for listening to the Stuff I Don't Like podcast. I just wanted to take a moment out to thank everyone who's rated and reviewed my podcast. I was looking at the ratings over the weekend And I saw there was a couple new ones and I was like really touched because the first couple, not going to lie, I just forced my best friends to write them. (laughs) So it's nice to see that like strangers actually took the time to review my podcast and say nice things. Still got that five star rating. But what I'm asking you to do is if you have not rated or reviewed or subscribed to the podcast and you continue to listen to it week after week, please give us a rating, please. The more subscribes and more ratings and reviews a show gets, the higher it gets is in the charts it gets more exposure you know that section where it recommends other shows for you they base that on all you know the data they have from the ratings and reviews so I'm trying to get this podcast popping I'm trying to glow up in 2018 I'm trying to make these money moves so please I hate to beg but I ain't too proud to beg so Leave a review, rate, and subscribe, follow, do that shit. Thank you. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to another episode of the podcast. So this episode is sort of part two of last week. If you listened to my last episode I was live from the AT&T Shape event at the Warner Brothers Studios, and it was a talk that featured P. Diddy, and he was really emphasizing ownership of our content and creating our own media. And another panelist that was at that event was my personal favorite person, Issa Ray. My name's Ray, so I kind of automatically have to like her and feel like we have a bond. <laughs> so. The conversation with Issa was just uh, more of a journey about how she started on YouTube, as we all know, with Awkward Black Girl, and then transitioned to Insecure on HBO, and just about how people can create their own content, and what inspires her, and what drives her, and how, if you are a content creator, how do you make the transition from doing stuff on you know more of a smaller independent YouTube type of scale to being recognized and noticed and being on TV which is what Issa has done so it's a great listen and I hope you guys all enjoy it thanks
1: so like being on YouTube I know it's it's more secure you can do your own thing because you have any any fears was there any big fears going into entertainment and being in, on a bigger platform
2: out there. Because I think even when I did, you know, work in college, I put out, I think my first YouTube video was a video called, it was a, a drunken freestyle with my friend, right? We had just discovered Moscato because of was- <laughs> we were like, okay, on, it's out Moscato, let's buy it, we're 21. We did that, and then we had like a freestyle we session, and I recorded it, like, on my phone, I think, and then made a music video to it and uploaded it. It was called, Fuck You, Bitch. It was 50,000 music, huh? How far does it go? It was, fuck you, bitch, fuck "Fuck you, bitch. (laughs) my second one, was my brother, and his friends. And even looking at the comments for those videos, I'd be like, you know, that was generally positive, but people would come for them, And I'd be like, well, okay, that's not me, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, with, with, before putting out the Michael, I was like, this is me, and I'm putting myself out there, and this really does represent, like, an archetype that, you know, I hadn't really seen before in, in present-day media and television, so I was just anxious about that. And then, even when that was well-received, for Insecure was a completely different story. You know, you're known for one thing and people want you to kind of stick to that. And so I was just like, this isn't really the same as the web series and I don't want to do the same thing over and over again. So I was scared about how people would receive that. Um, Just because at the time, I used to read like every single comment and like really take to heart constructive criticism yeah. like I'm, I have a thick skin just in terms of like people saying things and I realized I did even though I was scared but like I was just like oh I, I take things like and I analyze them a lot and so for me it was just like will I be able to you know will this be successful you yeah. know a fear of failure mm-hmm.
1: so you do a lot direct act rap do comedy <laughs> so what that, that takes a that takes a genius so what is yes you do what do you in the life of e- of Issa? What do you do to get in your creative zone? Like, what gets you going? What gets your mind? You know, that's a
2: good question. I'm, I, like, I, I get inspired just by life. Like, I love little moments. I love you know my, my, a lot of my social interactions. I mine uh, for comedy. Um, I use a lot of my friendships. You know, I just like real life things, and I love discomfort, like there's just <laughs> some, something about discomfort that makes me laugh, and you know, everybody has different um, different areas of discomfort, like what makes you embarrassed makes, you know, might may not embarrass me, and what um, your point of view about something may be completely contrary to mine, and I just, what makes people tick really inspires me, and so I feel like I'm emotionally empathetic in a way, like in, in, in terms of just Feeling people's embarrassment or feeling people's emotions and things like that, and so I, I wonder. I, I try to translate that to the screening just because it, it, it intrigues me. Um, and then i like, whenever I get writers' block, I do like to just watch um, other people's processes because that helps me. Like when I hear about other people progressing and like other writers, you know, waiting to the last minute to do stuff, it just makes me feel better. Because you, <laughs> <that. laughs> you just want the company. You want to know that other people are, you know, trashed.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: okay, okay you do that, you do that
1: okay. Don't do that,
2: okay
1: <laughs> Great Okay, and as you know the, the entertainment is changing Drastically We're going from doing a lot of Mainstream to being online To having series online Is there anything about the future of entertainment That makes you excited, that you're looking forward to?
2: Um yeah i feel like kind of behind i don't know because i i I like i feel like we were kind of on on the cusp of something initially it was just like we were organically like i was organically on facebook and organically on twitter and organically on youtube just looking at these products and so for me organically it just made sense for me to create content there and so i'm I'm looking at now what i'm organically drawn to and there there is something like you know i love the podcast world and I, even though that's been here for a very long time but just seeing the opportunities it just feels like they're making radio come back in a new way and radio dramas come back in a new way i love audio stories um i'm really just intrigued to see what kind of new stories will be told within these various mediums like like even seeing someone like you've been in, being able to do so much with Kind of sketch comedy in a way, or personality in personality way, just via something like Instagram, and I'm curious to see like. And I know Snapchat invested a lot of money to try to to get content and um, you know stories to um, take shape in, in a way where content creators could create uh, platforms. Uh, content creators can, could create content for those that specific platform, and it really plan, pan out. Um, but I'm just curious to see what's next, like, what, what I'll be intrigued to watch on, if at all, on Instagram or Snapchat, I don't know, Snapchat sorry, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> um, or, Rihanna does anything,
0: guys,
1: so
2: I'm, I'm just really curious to see what the next, next thing is.
1: Speaking of projects, I know you're working on something called the Color Creative TV. Yes. Let
0: us know about that girl.
2: Of my frustrations with going through the television process and you know the, the pilot process, like it just felt very archaic. And having come from the internet, I felt like I've been able to uh, create a couple of shows and so have my peers and get an audience around them. And it feels like that is the building block. That is the proof that there is an audience that wants this content. Whereas the pilot process is just like let's in a vacuum uh, pay to write this this script. Three people will approve it, <laughs> give notes, and a year or two years or three years will pass, and maybe it'll see the light of day, maybe it won't, and an audience never gets to see that. And so, I was like, there's just so many talented creators who just purely create great stuff, and ne- they'll never get a chance to, like, add, go through the television system. So Color Creative was made to just give uh, emerging writers of color and women the opportunity to create their pilots and to create their content so, uh, for an audience to see, and so um, we partnered with various people, I'm like, thank you. <laughs> uh, we partnered with, like, the likes of where we just partnered on a contest with them, with ABFF and BET, um, to produce a television series. Uh, we just uh, completed one for, like, a young adult fiction that's being shopped around, a young adult uh, sci-fi show that's being shopped around, and it's just really about being able to ultimately be able to create a whole series and get the funding to be able to do that. But um, we're just really putting on uh, emerging young black clients. Not yet, not yet, but it's, it's exciting because, you know, even just being able to get them representation, because that's really hard, getting an agent or a manager, and we'll be able to do that, getting them staffed on television shows as well, so that they can get in the system, because so many times you hear executives like, we don't know where to find them, help us, where are they, and it's, like, oh, they're it's like, they're here, and we are also not hiring them, so it's like a catch-22, so be, being able to give... You know that that experience, so you can't say, "Well, we just didn't you know. We looked at them. <laughs> um That's just really helpful, and we have had studios and execs and, and um, networks call us personally to ask us personally, like, "Hey, we heard you have people who are really, really trying here. Um, who can you recommend?" And so, um, in that way, it's, it's really, um, it's really been helpful.
1: So to play off of that, what are some changes that you would like to personally see in the industry? Um,
2: uh, I guess keep it real. Keep it real. I think I mean I'm seeing a lot of the changes now. I think it's just I, I keep on saying that like all um, white people have to die. You know, it's white people have to die because style, a lot of their like, tradition. Old white work. <laughs> yeah, <whole>
1: white work. <laughs> we want them off, huh? I mean. If,
2: chain stuff that happened with Roseanne, you know that was just really promising but like it should have never been on the air first
1: yeah.
2: See more responsibility taken in terms of what we're putting on television, and, and that um, feels promising because I am seeing so many more execs of color coming up through the ranks and now having the reins and being like, you know, now that I'm in charge, this is what's not going on, and this is what I'm looking out for, and I'm looking out for you, and I'm making sure that we get through the gates. and and that feels so different from the past where it was just like XX would have this role and be like, this is my only shot, so oh my <laughs> but I'm like kicking the ladder down I'm like y'all. <laughs> 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 it feels like so much more of a community now. We're all looking out for each other and all supporting each other and that. Um, that is that makes me optimistic.
1: So I wanna feel very how can I put this? To me, you're you're up here. So being at that position, do you still feel like you face a few challenges? You still gotta go through ropes and through courses to get what you want. Is it still somewhat a battle because you're young, beautiful, black female? Is it still kind well, of you beautiful, game? girl? <laughs> 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 uh, so, <laughs>
2: you got the blessing. You find. The challenge of opportunity of just taking the right thing on to be able to like I have said yes a lot in the past and just like oh we want you to think about doing it yes okay we want you to oh maybe consider writing it yes yes and then you realize like oh I gotta do this done and they want it on a a deadline and I'm doing all these other projects too and so in that way it has been Kind of just finding the balance, the work-life balance, because especially this year, the past, the past couple of years, I've realized that I don't have a life outside of work in that way, and so that maintaining that balance is important to me. But I'm also just like these opportunities are slim, and you know may not exist in, in the future, and so that that fear is always driving me too. It just feels like everyone is so ready to listen right now. Everyone's so ready. To, to give you a shot because people are clamoring for,
1: for new voices.
2: Um, you just don't want to say yes to say yes. And I don't want to let anybody down in that way or let myself down,
1: most importantly. Amongst the challenges you face in the trials and tribulations, what keeps you going? What inspires you? And, you know, what keeps you
2: going? Um, think about my old job. I always say that because <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, to go to that job just felt like i was just wasting time like i was like what why am i not doing what i feel like i'm supposed to be doing and why can't i do it why can't i get there and then you know i'm waking up you know i tell the story about like waking up at uh i think i even i had to wake up at like 8 a.m to be at the job by nine and i was like this is so early huh? <laughs> I'm Struggling and dragging my feet and You know, now I happily wake up at, like, five to do something I love. And just even seeing the the difference there and just, like, wanting to do something. But I I always think about that whenever I I do get frustrated. Like, girl, you could still be in Koreatown.
0: (laughs)
1: You looked up to so many. I mean, I
2: love um Ava, you know, who was here yesterday. I love I love Don uh, Glover. I love, I love, <laughs> I, love e. I love like I love so many Ryan Coogler. all of all the people that are doing things right now. I love you, I love you know I love Lala Hans, <laughs> I, I, I love so many other just up and coming creators who so are just taking the reins on their own stuff and just like also while also like lifting other people, like the way that um, a lot of internet people are just collaborating with each other and, and taking each other um, along with them for the ride and or taking each other along for the ride and working together and creating opportunities for other people like even seeing you know Michael P. Jordan being the first person to be like taking on this inclusion rider which feels ridiculous it feels like something that other people need to be told to do but we've been doing for the <laughs> longest but shout out to him but that's just the mentality that's- so that's just inspiring to me of just like seeing other people win and just being like yes 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 i know you've been working and i know how hard you've been um how hard you've been trying to, to, to make this dream happen so to see see it happening for you is just is so rewarding and inspires me to be like okay there's more there's more to come oh it
1: is now that I'm right here, do you have any? <laughs> can you give me some advice? <laughs> can you Give me some pointers, some secrets. secrets? About <laughs> what? We'll just want to make it, make it <laughs> from you know Instagram, which is not a problem, and coming to the HBO, the insecure, the television. Just trying to cross that line and make it over. Do you have
2: any? What? What have you been approached? I'm sure. I've
1: been approached a lot. <laughs> 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 Television and movies. To do television
2: and movies. I mean I, I feel like since that was my goal too it was just about not to make it making sure that the that the people who are approaching you know you and know what you're trying to do and are listening to you. You know, listening to what you want. Because I did get approached a lot of just, like, this is what we see for you. And this is what the vision that we have uh, planned for you and I. And it sounds great, and it sounds like, oh, okay, everybody else is doing it this way. Everybody else is um, having success this way, so maybe I should follow the same path. And there are a couple moments where I've had to be like, mm, this is not what I see for myself. And this is actually not the vision I had in mind. And so, um, honestly, it's just... That and making sure that you have like a good a good ass team like the best thing that ever happened was the people around me like utilizing the people around me starting in you know starting in school and all of my friends have been all of my hardcore friends have been in every single one of my productions in some way you know whether they were um, in it or holding the camera when you know either I was on screen or somebody else was on or I needed a second camera person or they were promoting it in some way. And then from that, when I actually started creating it, it it turned into other people approaching me and being like, hey, how can I help? Like, I want to be a producer and it seems like you need some help. So like, put me on. I'd be like, well, you're putting me on, so let's just work together. Or, you know, I am a camera person and I do this. And a lot of my, The the team members that I have now, the connects and the crew have just come from the ground up with me, and so it's just been great to be able to kind of win with them and and plot next next moves, and so it's also been important for for us to all have our own lanes uh, to a degree so that we're not stepping on each other's toes and so that we're all growing together and and feeling like, um, you know, we're not in competition with each other.
1: Out of everything that you do right now, directing, acting rapping, doing comedy. Is <laughs> you so? We barely. Yes, yes.
0: We'll later. Okay. What what
1: is your favorite thing to do out of all that? And is there something that we don't know that you want to do or that you do behind the scenes, like a, a talent or a hobby?
2: Well, I mean, my favorite thing to do behind the scenes is definitely write. Like, I have realized, like, I love, I love writing and I love the editing process. Like, I feel like that's so underrated and just in terms of how much that shapes a story and that shapes the experience. Um, um, (laughs)
0: Like, you know, I just don't get enough credit. Uh,
2: But I I just, I really love the behind the scenes aspects more than the in front of the scenes. Um, Just because you get to do so much and you get to play so much. And I guess the the other side that I really am drawn to is not the rapping side of music, but just the business side of music. I am very intrigued by that. Like I have such a like um, such a love and respect for you know artists and the industry and just music in general. And I, I realize how much of a role it plays in, in just all the productions that I do. And as I'm just trying to figure out, you know, what I want to do in, in the music world. That's that's not rapping.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Did you see yourself being in this position when you was younger and you had your dreams and your goals? Was this? Did you see yourself being here and being this big and being this successful? No, yeah, I think like I, I was thinking about writing just short stories, and
2: I think I, it evolved from wanting to write books and you know short uh, and and um and novels and things like that to oh, television is the thing or movies are a thing. Gina Pinzarrillo did Love at Basketball, maybe I could do it, you know, and then. Um, a Moesha is a thing, and maybe I could do that. And so I didn't really realize what that was until I started meeting meeting other people. Like one of the other best things that happened to me was meeting a a, a friend of mine in college who we had, we love the same shows, and we decided to partner up writing. And she really encouraged me to realize that this could be a profession. This could be something that I could pursue. And still, no, you don't think about being here now like you know you're in the shower you you say like oh you know you make speeches and shit, like. (laughs) Um, but outside of that no this is this is all a huge just honor and surprise and I, I mean I'm just taking it every moment as much as I can
1: do you still have dreams to this day? Hell yes, I still have dreams. There's just so much that
2: I want to do, and, and I don't want to uh, be limited at all. Like, even within the entertainment industry, I don't want to just be um, uh, limited to just just doing film, television, and I want to help other careers, for sure, but um, there's just other other areas that, that I aspire to entertain, and I just really also want to find out what what else I'm supposed to do, you know, beyond this? Because you do, we get these platforms in a way and, and, and people are listening and it's just like, what else do I want to say that's other important? Or who else do I want to support who's saying what I want to say? Because sometimes, you know, I don't feel articulate enough to, to be able to voice what it is I want to say or the, the change that I want to make. And so how can we use our platforms to empower other people who are saying what we want
1: to say? Is there anything that you would say to younger Issa, any advice you would give her and let her know? If you could go back in time, what would you tell yourself? I would probably say, um, chill.
2: Just calm down and um, stop trying so hard. Because I think for me it was just about, I was comparing myself to a lot of other people. I was comparing my success or lack of success to everybody else's. and I remember being at like a Christmas party like, after college, and you know I was struggling. And I got to New York. I got an opportunity to go to New York after college to work um, in the theater world, but I was still grinding, and trying to make like you know videos and directing, and like I said, doing videography and stuff like that. And there was a Christmas party where we all got together. And it was crazy. Like, my friends were all, just, one was a diplomat, so she was like, one in Ethiopia and doing great things there. And uh, we were all talking about what that's what it was. We were all talking about what we had going on and actually an insecure. And the other one was like, you know, a lawyer and she was, you know, killing it at her law firm. Another one was, you know, about to get her PhD in public health. And the other one, um, I can't remember what the other one was. It was something bomb. And then it came around to me and I was like, oh, what you doing?
1: I'm
2: like, oh, you know, just still making YouTube videos. I hit the press the upload button, someone just like. Shut the fuck up chill
1: and- <laughs> 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 back What are you looking forward in the future of your career? I know you got another it. season gets secure Come- <laughs> there anything else that you're looking forward to and that you're excited about
2: um, speak on it? The definitely films, you know, I'm, I'm uh, shooting a film excuse me this summer that I'm excited about, but um I want to just, like even uh, writing films, I'm writing a couple of film projects right now and producing and developing, but I just want to have a studio, you know? I want to be able to have, oh, yeah. um, you know, just, just a chance to be able to just create and, and to finance and to, to have the ownership of just my, my own content. And, um, again, empower other people to do the same. I love
1: it. I love it. Woo! So that's just, I know, personally, I have my own challenges where there's times I just want to give up, mm-hmm. and I don't see no hope in myself sometimes, which, which is sad, but at the same time, I try to push on and, and move forward. Um, what was I going to say? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm about to get emotional. tell me. <laughs> <laughs> what you
0: going through?
1: Girl, sometimes I just feel like I'm not good enough But at the same time I can look at you And I can see myself in you And you give me inspiration And you make me want to push on and go for it Because <laughs> I mean, it was for you When I found out about a few years ago And that was my push I was like, she did something amazing Something that really hasn't been done before and, you're welcome, i will just give you so
2: many compliments. I know. <laughs> That's necessary, too, and even that, like, there's something about being a creative where, like, that drive and that, that feeling of not being good, good enough kind of pushes you, of just, like, well, I want to, and I know it pushes me, it fuels me, of just, like, well, I want to prove to myself that I am. And it is just for myself. It is just, like, you know, like, I did that, now what else can I do? And those doubts were wrong. There's nothing like, being yeah, like, oh, you thought I couldn't, but I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's so,
1: it's so, it's so
2: satisfying to me. I don't know about that, that feels me. People thinking that I can't do something because um, there's just nothing like proving them wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's definitely something that that motivates me, and it's it's absolutely necessary for the creative process because if you are coming out there like uh, I'm about to kill them <laughs> <You're ready. laughs> I'm like, where do you go from there but there is just something fulfilling about like purely making something and it being well received or you just personally being satisfied with it you know, regardless of what other
0: people are doing
1: what is your most memorable moment being in the industry anybody that you met that just
2: um, I my my favorite moment. One of my favorite moments is definitely with the Obamas. Just having just, you know going good. to the White House so you're um, not the only one. and when he was in the White House when it was the best so time. <laughs> <laughs> so long um, ago. Uh, it was Christmas around Christmas time, and we were just going. First of all, we didn't think that we were going to be be able to meet him because. We've just seen, like, in mid-air, like, I was looking at the news and there was a report that his family was going to go to, like, Hawaii for their early break. And I was like, oh, shit, do I show my mom or not? Because she's going to lose it. She's going to be like, we in the air for nothing. We want the White House to see poop. I it, so I still showed her, and I was like, they're about to get on this plane. And she was like, no, what, what? She was just mad. And I was like, well, we're, we're already in the air. It's not like we can jump off. So... Um, so of course they were still there. Uh, uh, Miss I'm gonna call her. Miss Michelle was not there, uh, but he gave a speech, and you know there were a bunch of young black creatives there, and we were just all excited to be able to shake his hand, and, and even that was a task of trying to get to the front of the line. So <laughs> being able, um, I, I pushed my mom to the front, like go ahead, get your like get your hand and, and I was filming it, and then I saw an opening. <laughs> Uh, to be able to shake his hand too, so I went to the other side. I'm like, oh my gosh, I got you on the camera. And she was all hugging on him hard. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Thirsty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Michelle's not here. <laughs> <laughs> so then I got my opening. And so when he reached me, he was like, um, "How can I forget the words? I was with Yvonne." And he turned to her and he was like, do you know who she is? And I was like, well, he talking about me. You know, I mean? and then he complimented the soundtrack of the show and just, it's just, you know, he was like, I love to see black women being creative. And that was just the most beautiful affirmation of anything that I have ever received. And my mom is the whole Still, <laughs> You know how some you're complimenting, really like just thinking about it. Like, <laughs> My parents just ask me a question like in a classroom and someone says, "That's a good question." and you you think about how it's a good question And I
1: was
2: like, That's my mom like she got her props her while and she missed everything else. and I was like, "Mom, did you see that?" she was like, "What?" Michelle Obama, same thing. She her like um lightweight cursing me out for the finale of Insecure. And <laughs> a beautiful thing. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> so the Obamas, and just even what they've influenced, just in terms of like I credit so much of this wave of proud blackness to them. Like and it, it's so absolutely necessary. Um actually, Um, and just what they brought to, to this country and, and to us. And so I, I just don't think this, this administration will, will never take that away from us. And uh, I'm just excited to be a part of this when
1: it comes to creating my content and um, working with other people, it's hard to meet in the middle. And it's hard for them to understand what you want to do and keep it how you want it to be. Have you ever been in a situation where you're in a writer's room, you're writing for insecure, and there's something that you just don't want to happen in the script, or, for instance, or a uh, uh, um, character getting killed off? Like, is there anything where you're like, nah, I just, I can't do it. You downsized. Like, do you want to kill somebody else? <laughs> I don't
2: Yeah, there have been definitely like there have been a lot of heated debates on the writers and I love that's another favorite part of just being. I feel like he's plotting to kill me right now. <laughs> 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 <Get in bed. laughs> um, but yeah, there, there have definitely been heated arguments. And I think for me, I do. I love collaborating because I just know there are a lot of people with great ideas who are just way smarter than me, and I love hearing everything out. But I think because a lot of these characters were so close to me for this show and based off of the real people. For me, I was initially like, I had to find myself, I found myself being a bit apprehensive, just like, oh, I know these, I know these people, and so resisting the urge to just out outright say no, that won't work is the best thing that's, you know, also ever happened to me in the writer's room, which is keeping an open ear, hearing ideas that no matter how, like, bad they may sound to you initially, like, they lead to, to great ideas down the line, and I found that. Through with through a grin, like oh my gosh! If I had said no, that's not gonna work, it would have led to this, which really does work, and it's so much fun. But um, we always have a rule, like in arguing because like you know, I have a specific, very specific point of view. Um, Apprentice, who uh, is our showrunner, has a specific point of view, view and um, a lot of the writers, I they have their own, and so. We get into a lot of gender war debates and there are well, only three dudes and so they get outnumbered a lot, but they <laughs> hold their own things <laughs> that we argue about relentlessly and like get heated about ends up on the show. And we love to live in the gray area. We don't like to, have to take one point of view or another point of view. We like to like try to be fair to both sides. And so, um, that's that, that that's what we look forward to. So anything where I feel like I know I'm right about this, and I know it is. And people are like, no, you're wrong, you're stupid, I don't care if this is your show, fuck you. That's, that's Nobody's ever said that. But like, no, I, I do love those moments, I love those moments. It's like, you know, a, a challenge in you know, figuring. Uh, Figuring things out for the story, for the second story. Because obviously we have characters who don't necessarily agree about everything, too, so that also feeds... Do you have a favorite genre? Um, I'm big into... I love... One, I love uh, thrillers. Um, and I feel like we haven't had great thrillers. I'm scared of scary movies. So I know there have been like great scary horror thrillers, but I haven't been able to get through them because I don't like blood and all that and being scared. But... Um, <laughs> I also miss good black romantic movies. I miss that. I love like, all the I mean, like, yeah, basketball love shows. Um, Brown Sugar, which I call Love and Hip Hop, basically, because that's what it is. Come for Brown Sugar, I did. Um, but, like, I do miss like great romantic comedies, and, I, and I'm wondering what. what, what one that's gonna make a resurgence in a different way because I think people also got tired of them still like, oh, they they meet, they fight, then they you know fall in love again at the end. Like you know what the story is gonna be, but um, I, I I miss that I want a resurgence, just within like you know the black love it of a black love it of a, black love of it all. <laughs> I you right I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to girl. Are you right, are you are you? Right Listen, I can't go from Instagram to that. I mean, I can't. <coughs> give me that blueprint, I will. Are you writing any other shows on the other channels? Yes. yes. Um. Give us a little, that? Um, I'm writing, well, right now I'm writing a teenage show because I love, I also love teen movies. Um, and I feel like that's kind of missing, but I'm writing a, a black teenage show currently for HBO, and we'll see what happens with that. Um, I. I, I'm not writing one, but I'm producing a '90s uh, family drama, which I'm excited about, from an author named Angela Flournoy, who's just outstanding. short of a book called *The Turner House*. Uh, there's a bunch. There's a bunch of stuff. Like, there's a movie that I'm excited. About, I'm excited about writing that's more in the action comedy um, arena, but. I just like a variety of things, and I don't wanna, again, limit myself, sometimes. And I like to see what I can write. Sometimes I try to do something, and I'm like, ooh, can't do that. Um, (laughs) Those are my shortcomings, and I'm fine with that. Um, But I always at least like to try.
1: Do you? Okay. (laughs) So is there any inspiration that you would give as a whole to anybody, like life inspiration? just in
2: general? Um, for me, I think,
1: like, if you're... I think
2: all the time, like, a, a lot of people constantly find excuses as to why they can't, you know, make something happen, and I'm always like, stop finding ways in which you can not find something and find ways in which you can, because you I always hear people like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do this, but you know... I can't cause this is going on, and I'm broke, and you know my boyfriend left me, and you know I don't have a toe. You know, think about what you do have. And, and that was me for a long time. Of just like I don't have money, I don't have I'm in I don't have the time. And nobody's checking for me, and all those things. And then I, I had to be like, oh, what what do I have? I have a camera, I have friends, I have um, a location, I have. You know, um, a computer. I have all these other things, so what can I make happen? How can I use the things that I do have to make something happen? And I, and I feel like that's how I approach a lot of situations, just in general, a lot of problems. Of just like, I don't like to hear what I can't do. I like to hear what's available to me and what I can't do and what I can't make happen. And, and that kind of drives me. Anyway.
1: And um, don't quite say it like
2: that. I'm excited. I'm going to um, there <laughs> to um, to shoot that is with uh, Marcel Martin and uh, Regina Hall. And, oh, wow. uh, awesome. uh, it's a Woodpacker production. That's like my, uh, and then I have uh, a, The Hate U Give the movie I was in last summer is coming out October 19th. Um, Thomas's brilliant book, and yeah, I'm gonna. Of course, season three of Insecure is coming out August 12. We're still shooting the shit. It's still <laughs> never ending. It's been almost three months. Um, but it's coming, and I'm excited about this season. Um, I can't wait for you guys to see it. Right, I, right, I, right. I can't wait for you guys to see it.
1: But oh, I can't okay. wait. It's happening so soon. We have to edit it. All right, last question. Uh, can I get on Insecure? <laughs> no, we had, a, no, we had a, a role for y'all And then we cut the role <laughs> <laughs> and, and then it didn't make the final draft But I'm thinking of you, girl Okay, alright How was this film, right? <laughs> so <just> feel right. <laughs> I, I was <laughs> all right. We watched your
2: um, <sighs> We watched your sister's video in
1: the, oh, in uh, the
2: Enjoyed. This is a video. What
1: was this song? Oh, Weekend. Mm-hmm, the Weekend. When I was in the garage, mm-hmm. and I had so we enacted that the video?
2: It was, br- it was, it was brilliant. brilliant.
1: Um, I thought about putting you in that video, but it didn't make the cut. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm right. <laughs>
2: Which I just asked if he um, said he's new to LA five months in and um, you asked me to be a
1: mentor basically. I
2: uh-huh. said You asked her to be a mentor too? That's rude. I'm honored now. I'm going to tell her that. I'm going to be like, this dude met you? but he was like, nah, I don't want you. <laughs> Me, my mentor. So out of this alone, yes, Welcome to LA. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for doing this. what's next for
1: you?
2: What's, besides the secure, which you're going to be on, obviously, because I'm held at that point. <laughs>
1: What's next? What's next? I'm just writing, getting on more sets, taking classes, just taking it seriously, letting people know that I'm more than just my Instagram page and my numbers and just getting the respect from everybody, getting more followers. Uh, yes. You want to plug Instagram? Oh, uh, my Instagram is K-H-A-D-I. Everyone follow me, please. <laughs> I don't follow that, but I might <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah! <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you for doing this.
0: Thank you, guys. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the episode. Okay. I have a great deal for you if you are an entrepreneur, if you're looking to grow your business, increase your sales and whatnot. So one of my favorite guests of the podcast, Dave Anderson, also known as the Business Billy, uh, he was on the episode as part of the Get Your Life series where we were giving people advice on how to, you know, just get their lives together. He is known as a business bully because he's a business coach. That's what he does. And he wanted me to let all my wonderful listeners know about his new lesson plan. You will get personally coached by him. You'll increase your productivity. I think it's a great deal for anyone that's an entrepreneur so if you're interested in learning from him he's amazing, he's an Amazon uh, bestseller for his business books he's been featured on Gary Vaynerchuk's podcast, uh, CNN a host of other important type media and shows, so it's really a great offer, so if you're interested I'm going to leave a link to his program in the description of this podcast, you can also follow him on Instagram at The Business Bully to get more info. And yeah, just tell him away from the Stuff I Don't Like podcast. Send and he will hook it up for sure. Thanks guys. Also, if you have not subscribed to my mailing list to get your free pin, please take yourself over to stuffidontlike.net to get that. I just sent out the first batch of pins to everyone uh, this weekend. And it was cool it's so great to see people from all over the country who listen to this podcast because i'm just a little, little girl up in my room in la recording this so to know that people from you know new york and maryland and texas are listening to the show it really means a lot so yeah, thank you so much and you will get your pins shortly if you order them if you have not ordered them no, why are you wasting your time it's free free shipping free pins Nothing to worry about. Just go to my website, stuffidontlike.net, which I will also put the link in the description of this episode so you can sign up there. Thanks so much for listening to the show, guys, and I'll see you next week. Or I guess you'll hear me next week because I won't see you. That was important to say.